Hi, my name is Yemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Philia. Hey. Welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast surrounding open discussions on faith and relationships. So, Philia, what are we talking about today? Well, we are in the season of parables where we take a closer look at the parables of Jesus Christ and put a different spin on it. Well, okay, girl, the floor is yours. All right, let's get into it. Um, there's a bit to unravel here, but first, there is a parable of the, ma the mustard seed and the parable of yeast. This can be found in Matthew 13, verses 31 to 34. Now, I'll be using the NIV version, but feel free to use any version that you like. And I begin. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Jesus spoke all of these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So my question now is, how has the kingdom of God grown like a mustard seed in your life? Um, I like this parable. And I, I think talking about the mustard seed as such a small seed means that even the smallest bit of faith can grow. And I would say my faith has grown tremendously over the years. Um, I will reference back to a time where I was really, really depressed and searching for meaning and purpose. And I think that was the biggest growth period I had in, in my faith. And I learned to surrender. I learned to trust God, trust his process and trust that things will turn out for my good. And I think once I surrendered and accepted those things, I felt a lot of peace and comfort and not everything looks so bleak, right? Like I can look at things and say, God has a plan and purpose. I can see how this worked for me. And I, and I became a little bit more gracious or, or I had an attitude of gratitude, so to speak. Um, and that's how faith has grown in me. Um, it's funny because it was during my very low period that my faith grew exponentially. I mean, I've always been a Christian, but it was only during that time period. What about you, Philia? When was the period that your faith grew the most? I think that in this parable, when Jesus talks about the mustard seed being the smallest of seeds and having the potential to grow exponentially, I think that is the um, idea that your faith, all it needs to start is with the word of God or just like the belief. And your faith grows based on um, the, the experiences that you have in your life to show that God has favor on you, to show that God is present, to show that God can do everything for you, especially in your trials and tribulation. I think that's the time that your faith is tested, you know, especially when, when you feel like you've actually been through something and have overcome it and you are on the other side looking at it. I think that's the time that you can actually say, wow, you know, 
my faith has been able to get me through this point. And I think for me, because I've been through so many trials and tribulations, whether it was from relationships, whether it's, you know, in the past, um, dealing with, with family issues that have, I feel like scarred me even up until this time as an adult, I feel like the, I'm so grateful for going through those things because I think that it made me stronger. It made me feel like I grew exponentially. It's making me feel like that seed that was planted has now germinated into so much that I can actually say, trust God. You know, I can actually spread the word and not just say it just to say it, but say it because I've also been through it and speak from experience as opposed to just, you know, saying it haphazardly. So it's kind of like the mustard seed is not just your faith, but the mustard seed is actually you, right? Like you have grown in order, you know, like you started as like a baby. Well, I think Alana would say like you, you're a baby Christian and then you grow deeper in your faith and then it kind of explodes from you, right? Like that's when the birds can perch on your leaves, right? You have something to offer, you have fruit or you have something to give the world because you have grown. Um, but I think about what you said and I think about the yeast, right? When the yeast is in the bread, like all those bad things that happen, that, that works into the flour, right? And it spreads throughout, but it doesn't mean that the outcome is going to be bad, right? Like in the end, you have this bread, right? Like, and, and the bread can be good, right? But all the things, you know, when, when God says all things work together, that's part of taking all those experiences and helping you grow into something, helping you rise, right? You, you know, bread rise, yeast helps bread rise and, and, and the mustard seed grows. So both of this is about growth, I think. I agree. I agree. I think um, I like this this idea that they both, you know, are synonymous to growth. It's about growth in the kingdom of God. And I like this idea of the um, of yeast, right? Because you think of kneading dough and you think of all of your problems, all of your challenges as being in a dough. But as you knead it, it's almost like you're reaching this sweet spot, right? And I think that God, I think everyone is kind of the yeast, but we, as God's people, are like the carbon, you know, the carbon dioxide that makes that yeast ferment so that the dough can actually rise. And the reason why I say that is because we're the catalyst. You know, we're the catalyst that can now spread the word of God. We, we, we actually, you know, plant this here. We plant this seed here. We plant this seed here. And the more we do it, the more we talk about it, the more we use our testimonies to show the work of God that's the that's the way everything grows. That's it, the way everything rises in others. So I kind of like that idea. I think we are the catalysts. You know, when when you when you said that, it made me think of of um, of my constant prayer that we are walking, living testimony of God's love. Right? Like our faith. Like we can express our faith to other people by words, but it's more about actions and it's more about what people see and experience from us than just what we're saying with our mouth. So if we have faith and we show faith, that touches people. So you become a catalyst in their bread as well. And 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 their experiences also, right? Like it's a, it's a culmination of different things that helps you grow, right? And, and even, even with, you know, that's why these two parables, Jesus told them back to back because 
he is talking about that kingdom of heaven, right? When he says that the kingdom of heaven is at hand and he's trying to get us to see that we are living in God's kingdom if we just accept the rules and ways and if we understand what's happening, right? The word of God spreads in you and helps you grow. Your faith touches other people. You you know, your even your small faith will help you grow. Smallest amount of yeast, is going to, it's bound to, to make the bread rise, right? This woman, she works the yeast into, into the bread. And I think that's kind of like the Holy Spirit. That could be the Holy Spirit, or it can be other people that are working on you to help you grow, right? That they want that yeast to be all over, right? They want it to spread evenly. They don't want to leave it in one spot, right? Like they don't want lumpy bread. Right, right. Do you want lumpy bread? <laughs> Absolutely not. That's okay. definitely tasteless, right? I think that when you think of the yeast growing in people or when you think of the mustard seed germinating, it's like an individual, like the reign of God that's in that individual person. It, it's when they become completely obedient. That's the time mm. that they mm. have fully risen. You know, that's the time that risen. that risen. <laughs> yes, that's the time that they have fully risen. And that's the time that I think that when you think of that mustard seed as small as it is, the potential for that mustard seed to grow as large as a tree. That's the obedience that people have in in in, in their faith in God. OK, mm -hmm. so so to reach your your full potential as this. Uh, mustard tree, this mm -hmm. plant that has the branches and like you have to be obedient. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So the kingdom of God mm -hmm. is about obedience. It's about obedience. That's completely what it's about. It's about obedience. It's about your faith and it's about structure and it's about, about a combination of all of those things. So what is it that we should be obedient towards or to, or what, what is it, what are the things that we should think about in terms of the kingdom of heaven and being obedient? I think being obedient to the word, following the word, it's there, it's written for us. We don't have to guess. We don't have to wonder because it's there for us. It's there in all languages. You can't say that it's in a language that you don't understand because it's translated for us and there are different versions of it. So if you feel like you need a translation in NIV or versus the King James, whatever makes you comfortable, that language is translated to meet you, to meet the needs of the people. So that, because just like Jesus Christ spoke in parables, he spoke in parables because that was the way the people will understand. Mm -hmm. So I think that the word is given to us so that we can understand and be able to take it and 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 germinate with it. I hear you. I hear you. I, I think being obedient to the word is important. That's why you, you read the word and, and, even though Jesus Christ spoke in parables to the people that he saw at that time, mm -hmm. we can still learn from it, right? That's why you you read the word and you gain understanding. And that's the hope, is that you gain this understanding that helps your faith grow and that helps you be obedient. And, and, and when I think about obedience to the word, I think about, I always think about like what Jesus said about the, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God. Um, with all your heart, your, your your might and your soul. And and if that's the most important thing you can do, being obedient to that shouldn't be that hard, right? Right, right, right. But we fail. We still fail at it. 
we still fail at it because as human beings, we think we know it all. Uh, we forget God sometimes that he's in control and not we're not the navigators of our own destiny. And it's so easy to fall privy to that. But I think, you know, if you stay in the word, it's a constant reminder. I think when you fall short and when you're not obedient, that's when we we fall off that path. So I think it is important to keep that reminder. You know, raising awareness in others is the way that we touch and affect and impact them. So staying true to the word is the way that we stay obedient. I'm glad you said uh, impacting others because that brings us to the second greatest commandment. <laughs> and you know, like, there are people out there who will say, like, I love the, the Lord, my God, with all my heart. But do you love your neighbor? Mm. Do you love your neighbor as you love yourself? I don't know anyone who loves their neighbor as they love themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Like. I, I find it hard to love all people. I mean, in general, yes. Let me just say this, God, if you can hear me. Like, I love everyone. But in reality, right. I have problems right. with people. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to be around people. Sometimes people get on my nerves. I mean... You know, I try to see the good in people, but sometimes I'm frustrated. And I can even think of today when I'm standing in line um, um, to try to get a COVID test. And there are people who are asking for money up and down the street. And, and my frustration, you know, like <laughs> if I said no once, I don't need to repeat myself. Right. But I'm thinking to myself, like, should I have given, right? Like, what, what, what? I always think about that, actually. Like, if I don't give, I'm like, what more would it have taken for me to just open my purse and give, right? Yeah. Like I have, I sh I'm, I probably do have cash in my purse, but I just didn't want to go in my purse. Like I don't love him like I love myself because if I if I wanted money, I would want it, right? Like I would take it from my account, I would ask for it, and I would expect it. But I didn't give, and it's it's hard because we're not we don't live up to this all the time. But God still loves us, right, Philia? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think um, for me, I, I have this guilt factor thing. I always think that God is upset when I don't give. And I don't know where that comes from, but I always feel him nudging me. I feel Holy Spirit saying, just go in your pocket. I never say no. I remember there was this time when this homeless girl came up to me while I was pumping gas. And I might have told the story before. And she asked me for some change. She told me she lost her food stamps card. I said, you don't have to explain. It's okay. I'll see what I can do. I didn't say no. I went into the car. I gave her some change. She was looking over my shoulder. She saw that I had some Cheetos. And she said, can I have those Cheetos? And I looked at her and said, are you serious? Here's the Cheetos. And she said, I had coconut water. She said, and can I have that cocoa water? I was like, okay, now you've done too well, much. Well, Philly, I mean, the Cheetos is going to make her thirsty, obviously. You got to give her the water. I'm like, so look at you, You had to be getting. And I gave her the coconut water too. But there's just that thing in me that just feels like I got to do it. I have to give. I never say no. And even if I have a quarter, I, I will give my last quarter. And that's it. And I just think that it has really paid off because every time I feel like things are going to be the worst that they can be, somehow, some way, God always shows up and he shows off. And I always remember those times that I gave my last cent. So for me, I, mm -hmm. I just... I don't know. I, I just think I need to continue doing this. And then I tell others to do the same thing. 
I, I just say, you know what, if you have it, give it because God will always give you multitudes of it. He will always multiply the things that you give, but you got to just give it wholeheartedly. Don't give it grudgingly. Well, that, yeah, that's, that, that's definitely one of the principles in the Bible mm -hmm. that, the, that God teaches us about, or Jesus even teaches us about, about giving, right? And you think about the woman who gave her last and, 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 um, and it was said that she gave more than anyone here. People gave like a cow and she probably gave like two pennies and she gave more because she gave out of the very little where people gave out of the abundance. And so, yeah, giving is definitely a, a good principle to follow. And, you know, I wish I was giving <laughs> as you. I, honestly, I feel like if, if I have in my pocket, I actually don't keep money in my pockets because I, I think they're going to fall out. But if I had money in my pocket, I would probably get the money. Okay. But for me to dig into my purse, I feel like it just kind of opens up something that I'm a little afraid of, especially living in the mean streets of New York City. I don't, right. Like, I don't want someone peering into my purse and seeing, you know, a pack of gum and saying, can I have that too? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> can I have those writs while you're at it? <laughs> And then you got to give them water, exactly. right? Or you got to give them cheese with them crackers, with them crackers right? right? Right. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. I think, I mean, but the, I mean, that shows you about like this, this, these parables right. and how like these different things affect other others, Absolutely. right? Like that's part of having like this small mustard seed. It's that small thing that you feel like you're giving right. that comes back to you, right? And that's part of growth because not only do you believe in this principle and practice it, but you share it with others and, and your faith and your belief in it, you know, when it shows up, you tell people like, this is my testimony. And then they can then practice because they're basing it off of your, testimony. your testimony. Right. And, and seeing the results from it. Mm -hmm, and like, mm -hmm. I'm not only talking, I'm actually living it as well. Well, so, that's how the yeast spreads, you know. That's yes. how you work it <laughs> through the whole bread. Through the dough. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, in the end, both of these parables, um, the connection is that the growth of the kingdom of God mm -hmm. is key. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we we as Christians uh, who are you know, working on our faith and working on our, our, our relationship with God, we want the kingdom of God to grow because if the kingdom of God are all these rules and principles that everyone followed, we would be so much better off, be so right? Like better off. Right. someone gave their last. Right. If, if, if people love their neighbors, like they love themselves, right. if, you know, people put God in all situations first, God we would, everything first, right? we would be we'll be so better much world. better. I mean, this is how we, we, we got to bring the kingdom of God, we right? Yes. We, we have to yes. have to share our testimonies with others so that they can see that the kingdom of God is at hand and all right. they need to do is be obedient, right? Be obedient and go out and make disciples. <laughs> and go out and make the same. You know, like being obedient may be difficult, right. but like with love in your heart, at least when you're trying, right. you're, 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 you're there, you're growing, right? Yes. You're growing. Yes. So um, what I want to say about this um, mustard seed be, before we close is that, you know, that growth of the mustard seed, as, as you referenced, can be individual mm -hmm. and it can be in community and, and it can be in the world, right? Like, right. you know, we want the kingdom. The kingdom doesn't just reside with you, you know, the kingdom spreads through your community, through your family, through the people that you know, you teach them, and then it expands through the world. And that's how we 
say the kingdom of God is at hand and, and we want to represent kingdom-minded Christians. Absolutely. (laughs) Amen to that. Amen. I mean, I I enjoyed this parable. Um, Thank you for um, sharing this with us, Philia, today. Should we, is there anything else we want to say before we wrap up in prayer? No, let's wrap it up. All right. To prayer. To prayer. there. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed this discussion on the parable of the mustard seed and yeast. But before we wrap, we have a few announcements and then we'll close with prayer. First, we would like to announce that we'll be back next Wednesday morning with another podcast on the parable of new wine in old skin. This can be found in Matthew 13 verses 31 to 33. We're also very excited to be back for our YouTube live discussion, where we'll discuss how the parables of Christ relate to our current relationship with God. This will take place on Wednesday, January 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on YouTube and Instagram with the same name, Treading Faith. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And don't forget to subscribe, follow us, and share with family, friends, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Now let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible. According to Isaiah 55, 11, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me void, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You see, God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. So because prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come in agreement with us for this prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, O Lord. We just thank you for waking us up this morning. Oh Lord, open our ears and our hearts to your word and presence and planted once more like a seed in the ground. May we be encouraged and given new life, oh Lord. Open our lives and the life of our church community to your word and the way of your kingdom. Oh Heavenly Father, take our meeker lives and with your love cause them to produce acts of loving kindness and cause them to bear fruit. Heavenly Father, you hear our cries and you find us when we are lost, wandering in fear. You bring us home with you, O Lord, so that we may be made whole again, rejoicing in your goodness and everlasting love. Help us to joyfully serve you all of the days, knowing that you are always watching over us. Heavenly Father, prepare our hearts to receive your word and our spirits to respond in eagerness to serve you. Above all, Father, We recognize how you have blessed our lives with the gift of the Holy Spirit so that our faith has miraculously and mysteriously grown. Father God, we know that when we become disconnected from you, our lives are meager. They become parched. They are unfruitful. And our faith becomes stunted and dry. Father, we ask you to bless and renew our lives. We pray so that we remain connected to you 
we remain plugged into you and we remain aligned with you, O oh Father, at all times and in all places. We ask that you strengthen our faith to expand and grow strongly and vigorously and to bear the fruit of your mercy, your love, and your everlasting kindness. From the words of our mouths to the meditation of our hearts may it be acceptable in thy sight. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. We thank you for listening or tuning into our podcast today, Treading Faith. We'll be back next week, same time, same channel. Have a blessed week, and remember, God loves you. Bye.